I wouldn't waste my time with a 42 inch zero turn. I just right. wouldn't, you know, but if you want like a 50 inch or above, you're shelling over five grand. Five. Yeah. There were three like a couple years ago. Well, I mean, inflation. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> We are trendsetters, Bob, as I say in the biz. You know what should be a trend is whatever drink you just gave me, because it is delicious. What is this? It's called Ultima. It's uh, something you get off Amazon. You mix it in your water, and it just it just makes it amazing. It does taste amazing. Does it have any like health benefits, or is it supposed to have any health benefits that you know of? Yes. It has magnesium and electrolytes, no sugar. I don't want know what makes it taste so tasty. It can't be good for you. But uh, yeah, it just tickles your your insides. It does. It does taste really good. I'm gonna have to go out. I'm gonna have to go out and give you that one. I was skeptical at first when you handed it to me, but it was uh, after a th- nice thorough shaking and stirring. It is uh, thoroughly mixed and it is delicious. It is quite refreshing. Well, you're a little intimidated getting the uh, dirty cup and the dirty ice and the dirty. F- <laughs> The well, dirty knife. I mean, you're in Mower Mike's garage. You can't I, expect much. I expected nothing less than getting a dirty cup full of dirty <laughs> ice. <So. laughs> well, but you do get the crazy water. Yeah, which. you got the crazy water with a dirty cup. So, I mean, you, you got to challenge your immune system at some point, you know. Drink out of a dirty cup, mm-hmm. drop some stuff on the floor and eat it anyway. Why not? I'm constantly challenging my immune system. That ringworm this week. You ever had that? What? Okay. All right. All right. You're leading off with that. So let's go. Let's, let's <laughs> dive into this. <laughs> well, please, please explain. You had ringworm. Okay. Well, let's start where the ringworm got noticed. We we're at the dance class, you know, with Don doing a little salsa transition from uh, West Coast Swing. And, it, and we were having a good time, you know, we we're really ripping it. And all of a sudden, Meredith stares at my neck. She's like, Dear God, what is wrong with your neck? And I was like, What are you talking about? And it had this huge circle, red circle right there. Mm-hmm. And at first she thought maybe some funny business, like a large black woman just been sucking on my neck. But uh, That would have made a better story, I'm sure. But Yeah. No. And, and in some deeper research, you know, it's the old ringworm. Probably got it at jujitsu. Yeah. There's one very large gentleman that smells. That, ugh. It's that one yep. stinky guy that you get it from. <sighs> It's that's disgusting. And you know, what's funny is a lot of people don't understand that ringworm is not actually a worm. It's a fungus. What do you know about ringworm? I don't know anything besides putting ultramum on it. Yeah. It's, it's fungal. I, I don't know much about it either. I just know that it's a fungus and it. It's not a worm. And I don't, I'm not exactly sure why they started calling it ringworm. Uh, I guess like back in the day when they looked at it first, they were, they were like, Oh, it must be a worm. Cause it's round, et cetera. But, yeah, it's actually, it's a fungus. That's why you put antifungal cream on it. It grows in a perfect circle. I guess mm-hmm. like a mushroom would grow in a perfect circle. You know, like a fungi. It usually comes from just not being clean. And, you know, it, it is contagious. You can spread it. Really? So, yeah, that's, that's how you got it. Wow, you know, you disgusting. went to jujitsu and you probably did not take a shower immediately afterwards. And, or you did not thoroughly wash your neck and now you have ringworm on your neck 
I think it might actually be in the mats because I only get it at the old place. Oh, do they not? Do they not clean their mats? Uh, they do, but not 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 as much as you would like. I would say. How often do they clean it? Um, I don't know. We don't clean them after practice anymore. Ew, it's pretty gross. That's right? disgusting. Yes. So that's part of the reason I'm going to the new place. Yeah, back when I used to uh, coach football, this is probably not a good example, but we would clean the weight room, like spray down the weight room with bleach and cleaner once a week, which when you think about it, that's probably not enough with the sheer number of people that are coming in through that weight room and using the equipment. But we would, yeah, once a week we'd spray every Saturday, we went and sprayed everything down with bleach and wiped it down to keep ringworm and staff and everything from going through. We would also spray down, all the helmets, spray down all the benches in the in the locker room, spray down everything. Problem with ringworm, it doesn't go away for a while. It'll, it'll flare back up. Yeah. Unless you knock her down. Yeah. What's going to be crazy is when it comes out with like a, a, a resistant ringworm, an antifungal resistant ringworm. That would be nuts. Like you start putting antifungal cream on it and it doesn't work. But you know what's nice about it? My wife's gone on a cruise with me for, no, without me for 10 days. Starting next week. And she might get ringworm from me in the middle of the cruise, and she'll remember me. You know, mm. even though I'm not there, I am there. Mm. You know, we like, can only hope. Like I impregnated her with ringworm. With ringworm? Oh, <laughs> that's a nice word that you use, though. Impregnate <laughs> with ringworm. That's disgusting. Same. Yeah. You know, that last podcast we had, I was like, she actually was asking to listen to it. And I really didn't want her to listen to it, but she kept asking. Like, Really? Yeah. She knew something juicy was there. Oh. And boy, we were fishing yesterday, and yeah. she got the whole thing. Oh. She thought it was fantastic. Did she, yeah, did she like it? She did. She's like, really? This is like not something like I don't already know, and I'm already aware. She was smiling when you, uh, you, when you guys were questioning why it took so long. She oh. thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure that she appreciates your uh, new life change. So she does. She needs to appreciate it more. Oh, oh my. <laughs> I'm oh just my. Kidding. Oh, God. That's why she can't listen to these things. <laughs> That's why Bridget does not listen to these things. <laughs> I might take her off the list. Like, even though I don't, you know, I never say anything bad about Bridget, but she's just convinced that I am. So I always talk, say good things about her. I'm. Yeah, I, I, there's no convincing her, you know. She's a strong woman. I tried to correct it, but she she gets that look in her eyes like, well, okay. Yeah. Like, well, well. But this drink is refreshing, and I, I can feel the electrolytes going to work because I'm pretty positive that my electrolyte levels are a little low today after my long day yesterday. So my lawn business has a has seen a a fairly decent increase in in its customer base in the just in the last week. Well, tell us, tell me what happened. So, um, so yesterday, like I had three three yards kind of lined up. Uh, two of them were just like residential yards, like you know about a half acre, and then the other one was that church we went to. And you know when we solicited the church, stuck a flyer in the door. Well, that guy ended up calling me. Um, a couple of days later and asking if I could come out and, and mow and edge up the church. And, um, well, let's talk about the flyer situation. Yes. Cause okay. at first you did not want to put the flyer in the church. Really? I thought it was my idea. No, nah, I think it was my idea. Was it yours? I want to take okay. a little credit on that. Oh, okay. All right. 
And then putting the God bless on the church to make them feel connected. Yes, so wrote God bless on the flyer next to the free estimate that we gave them, which I thought was a little low. I think you, I think, were you trying to get, convince me to, to do a lower? Yes. Dude, it was like, that's like two acres, two, three acre lot, man. What's well, a church? Yeah. So I'm supposed to cut them a break because they're a church. They don't even pay taxes. Speaking of that this morning, our church has a similar lot, big and with ditches and all that stuff. And they're in front, like asking for volunteers to mow. And I'm like, oh, Mm, 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 no yeah no it's a major job yeah here's the thing is like so we went out there and we quoted that guy 95 dollars. but when i went out there i was like look if you want me to edge up this entire parking lot i mean i'm I'm gonna charge you extra so ended up charging him like 120 dollars. but i also like trimmed the hedges and everything so i spent a good two and a half hours at that church yesterday um and i had actually at the beginning of the day, you know how like your iPhone check uh, tracks how far you walk. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end of the day, I had walked five point two miles yesterday, and on Friday, I had uh, another client, a customer. I call them clients now, but he requested that I mow his place every Friday. You know, he's got a really nice ranch, and he he's only interested in like the little area around the house, right. and uh, and he's got a lot of stonework. So there's like stone little walkways and everything. And I was walking around before I started mowing and I noticed that where uh, whoever he had mowing there before had like hung tires on the stonework and like broken stones off. So I ended up push mowing his place and it, it took me, it took me a, a good two and a half hours to push mow that place. So, and, um, you're up skinny before you know it. Yeah. So I walked four and a half miles just mowing, just mowing his place. Dang, man. But, um, but I just, uh, and I talked to him and I was like, Let me, I'm going to go ahead and push mow your place. And, um, because I don't want to, I just don't want to take a chance of hanging a tire on the, some of the stonework and breaking the stones. You know, we'll get to know each other a little bit better before I start breaking your shit. So, and he was appreciative of it and he tipped me, he tipped me like 20 bucks for push mowing it. And he was kind of scared. He's like, man, I hope you come back next week. I was like, no, nah, man, don't worry. I'll be, I'll be back next Every week. Every week. Yeah, but uh, that church took a very long time, and the biggest part was like just the edging issue. The edging job was a lot. It took a very, very long time. I went through an entire tank of weed eater gas. What type of edger are you running? I just use weed eater. You got a professional grade, double handle backpack type deal for a weed eater. Mm-hmm. They have backpacks for weed eaters. Oh yeah, you seen them? The big. No, I no no. no. No, no backpack, but it's a, it's a professional grade weed eater. It's big and it's, it's good. I mean, I got two weed eaters. I got a big one. I got a small one. So, but, uh, I'm enjoying it, man. And like, yes. So yesterday I started off with three yards and then, uh, throughout the course of the day, a few people called me because that antique shop where I have my booth, Mm -hmm. she's passing out flyers for me. And like, I've gotten more business from that antique shop than, than anything. Wow. So uh, a couple people called me, and so I ended up uh, started at about nine o'clock in the morning, and I did not get home. I didn't get home until about eight o'clock at eight o'clock in the evening. That's a lot of work, but you get 
I mean, you've got to realize the first yard is always the hardest, right? The yeah. First trim. Yeah, the first time because everything's nothing has been edged in you know four months, four or five months. So it's all grown over. So that edging part is what takes me the longest. Mowing is no big deal. Like it only took me you know forty minutes to mow that entire church, mm-hmm. but the edging just took forever. Good God, it just would not end. Edging does suck. Um, when are you gonna when are you gonna start reaching out to Jack? For a little help here. Yeah, I should have. I thought about it yesterday. So he reached out to me on Friday and asked me if I, if I wanted him to come down on Saturday to come help. But at that point in time, I only had those two yards in the church. So I didn't think it was going to be really worth it for him to come down. And then I regretted that. I should have had him come down and help, at least you know, with the church. Like have him mow while I was doing the edging. That's what I should have done. And now I know better. Now I know I'm going to have him, you know, when I got, when I got something big like that, I'm going to have him come down and help out. That's going to be interesting because you guys haven't really interacted that closely. I mean, since college, probably, I mean, a full day of work. No, no. And I mean, I'm a pretty, I'm, I'm not a good boss. I don't need to be a manager because like I, I have trust issues and, and I also have like zero tolerance for people who you know, don't do a good job or don't do their jobs or, you know, oh, I'm going to take a break. Dude, we've only been here. We only been working for an hour. You don't need a break. Like, you know, suck it up. Let's go. Keep going. Uh, yeah. So, no, I'm definitely that guy. I've worked with you before and I have done poorly and I, I didn't enjoy it either. I mean, because you work at a much harder, faster pace. Yeah. Than most. It's not that I work at a hard, fast pace. It's that I work at a constant pace. Like I have the same pace for however long we're going, you know, I don't slow down. I don't speed up, but I keep that pace going and I just don't take breaks. Like I get in the zone and I just go. So, and a lot of people don't appreciate that. And I understand. And I, it, it's also taken a long time for me to realize that about my personality. So whenever someone comes and works with me, I'm like, look, here's what I'm going to tell you. I am psychotic. Okay. I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to go, 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 go. And I expect the exact same thing. So, like, if you can't keep up, we may have an issue. So that's that's a bad thing. So with with Jack, basically, what I would do with him is I'd just put him on the mower. I'd be like, dude, you mow. I'll do the edging and weed eating, and hopefully, you don't screw anything up. I, he he's never been on a zero turn. He's gonna run into all sorts of shit. No, I hope not, because I mean. I'd put him behind a push mower. Yeah. Just let him edge it. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust him as they're turn right off. It is like a five thousand dollar mower. Well, it's not even that, it's what he's gonna run into. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the places I'm at, they don't have anything to run into for the most part. But I think you're right. I may put him just behind a push mower. Which incidentally reminds me, um, if this thing continues to grow the way that it is growing, because I'm at twenty customers now. Remember this time last week we were at twelve. Now I'm at twenty. Mm-hmm. If it continue, and it's not even really mowing season yet. Like right. it is not really right. even hit. I may have to buy a mower from you. I may have to buy a, a second mower. So if you know, if I got to bring Jack in, like then we may just get a riding lawnmower for Jack. Just a regular rider. Yeah. You know, nothing major, just right. a regular old rider. You know, maybe this uh, this cup cadet that's here. That's uh, you know, you replace a head gasket on. 
I've actually got, yeah, I'm going to finish it. I've always actually got two identical ones to this. They're both 50 inchers. I've got the other 50 incher. I mean, she's ready to go from last year. Yeah. This one actually has power steering on it, which it's got oh. a power steering unit, electric power steering. Wow. That's, that's fancy. I know. I haven't actually used it yet because I had it running right. Does it have a hood? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's got a hood. Okay. These Cub Cadets, once you get them running right, they're great. But, man, they are a pain in the ass. There's so many things that go wrong with them. I've had one. I had a Cub Cadet, and it exploded. Uh, I think I may have let it run a little too low on oil, <laughs> and then it just it exploded. You know also what goes wrong with them? There's little covers over the fins on the motors, and a bunch of grass and dirt gets clogged up underneath there. and Because it, mm-hmm. it, the cooling comes from the fins. And if you get enough dirt and gunk up in there, it doesn't cool. And they, they'll overheat and... Explode? Yeah. Maybe explode. that's what happened with mine. Yeah, so every now and then you want to get a pressure washer in there make sure you don't have a bunch of crap. Really? On, motor. on your zero turn, it's probably okay. Yeah. It's in the back. I don't know. I may... What I may do is... If I'm going to if I'm gonna do this, I'm going to go big. I may buy one of your zero turns that you got out in the back. If, if any of them are running. Um, I mean, I got my 60 incher, but that's, that's big. I mean, that's like big, big. I don't want your, I don't want your Cub Cadet zero turn. <laughs> I don't want that. Well, next on the list is this 50 inch, uh, John Deere, uh, zero turn. I'm going to do a lot of work on it. It's a cutting son of a bitch. Yeah. I've, you know, my, one of my biggest, uh, videos lately is doing the hydros. So I want to go through the hydros and do everything you can on them, mm-hmm. maintenance them. And you know, I'm the only guy out there doing hydros. A lot of Mars. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, the other ones suck. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know why it's so weird. It's like, are people really doing this? I guess it works. Like quick fixes on hydrostatic transmissions. Oh, okay. All you right. know, instead of taking them apart, if you replace a few seals in there, it'll, it'll, uh, help the flow of the fluid from the pump into the actual transmission. And a lot mm-hmm. of times it fixes it. So. Now you've told me this before. So when you get low on the hydrostat on the hydrofluid, like is it is just regular motor oil that you put in there? Uh, negative. So it's a certain weight of motor oil you can use. I think it's like twenty W fifty. I've had some, but the uh, Amsoil has come out actually, which is like the really good stuff. They've actually come out with a hydro gear. Yeah. Uh, Transmission transmission. <laughs> I can't even say it right. But no, if you need some more, let me know. Okay. You probably need to go ahead and just change the fluid on them bad boys. Well, when I put fluid in it last time, it was completely empty. Because remember, I think it was like a, a year or two ago. I called you. He's like, hey, man, it's like kind of acting kind of weird. You're like, yeah, you got to put fluid in it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that might be up, you, that might be part of the problem. So I, you know. Looked at the little reservoirs. I'm like, yeah, they're completely empty. Like, yeah, that might be the issue. So fill them up. Wow. Okay. That's good. Um, when I order my new set of uh, hydrostatic geared transmission oil, do you want me to order enough to do yours too? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I probably need to change the oil in mine as well. I mean, I can do it myself. I don't, I don't really care. But if you want to do it, I mean, I can bring it up if you want to do it. But, I mean, it takes five minutes for me to do it at the house. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, the engine oil, the hydrostatic gear transmission oil is completely different. Yeah, do you have to, like, drain it and... Yeah, you got to drain it, and then you got to bleed it. Mm-hmm. You got to jack it. Yeah, it's a whole process. Oh, Reset really? neutral. Yeah, there's, there's a few. It's not like engine oil. 
Very different. So you could, in theory, make a viral YouTube video about a gravely hydro or a gravely hydraulic fluid exchange. Yeah, I mean, I've already got one out there. Uh, Not on gravely, but you know, they're all the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Gravely is a fine, fine machine, though. I'd love to get my hands on her. I bet you would. <laughs> I bet that you big would. Big red ass on that thing. I might, I might pressure wash it, power wash it before I bring it over. Ooh. What's funny is like, you know, that the thing I've been impressed with the most about the Gravely is like the paint job and the, and the, and just the overall durability of that machine. Like I've had it for six years now and man, dude, it's, it's not rusty or anything like there's not, it doesn't even look like there's a scratch on the paint, you know? And then like you go out and you just pressure wash it and like clean it off. Damn thing looks brand new. Hell yeah. I'll tell you what, well, you haven't serviced it yet this year, right? No. I'll get you the good stuff. All oh. the Amsoil oil, engine. Oh. We'll do hydrostatic gear, transmission oil. Oh. Do the whole thing. Oh. Make a weekend out of it. Yeah. No, it'll just take an hour or two. Really? But do it right. No. Oh. You know? Get it, the right stuff in there. It would be good to, like, learn how to do that. You know? I yeah. would appreciate it if you taught me these things. We'll do it in the shop. It's a lot easier in here. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it is. Like, not at my house. No. No. no I don't want to do it at a in a dirt field with horse shit. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> I don't live in a dirt field with horse shit. I have a garage. Do you? I don't think you call that a garage. Like the garage that's attached to my house? It's like a grotto. It's like an overhang. Like not where I park my truck, but like, you know, in front there's a garage in the house. There's not a garage door. You don't need a garage door to have a garage. Yes, I, I believe you do. Do you? Uh, I mean, I think once upon a time it had a garage door but it has been removed but the whole street has so-called garages without garage doors it's very odd you know what that area. is correct now that i think about it everybody's got like a little garage but nobody's got a garage door you know why my guess when i was looking at this weird phenomenon okay i think when you put garage doors up then it adds to the square feet of the house and people were measuring the taxable square foot of the house when they were building them really and maybe they didn't put garage doors up hmm you know what I was also thinking about doing is walling in that quote unquote garage and making like a little room. Do you need more rooms? You got a lot of rooms. I don't know. <laughs> Why the hell not? <laughs> like know, there's only man. two of us in that big ass house. Right? Like what else do we need? What are we going to do with another room? I could make it like into a man cave, but what the hell would I do with it? Like I would never hang it. It's not like I don't drink. I wouldn't drink in there. Like, so what's uh, yeah. the point? Well, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just like talking out of my ass. I do have a question. I do. About okay. Bridget. I have an answer. Has she taken out that Harley uh, with this nice weather? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I That's know. What she, I expected. She, nice needs, she needs to ride it, though. I know. I, I wish I had it here still. I should have just worked on it for like three years. I need to send her a message and be like, Mike says you need to ride that bike today. Well, don't tell her that. Then she'll, something weird will happen. It'll be my fault. And Yeah. I'm just curious. Eh, okay. Well, well, we just got done making YouTube history. For those of you that are listening, Mower Mike has a YouTube channel. It's called Mower Mike's Garage. You should check him out. You know, he goes through all these amazing things on how to fix small engines. He is a small engine savant. I don't want to use the term idiot savant, but he is a small engine. What is a savant? A savant, yeah. 
You don't know what a savant is? No, I do not. Okay. Well, the correct, I mean, the total complete term is idiot savant. But um, so basically it's like someone who, the, okay, now you're going to be offended by my statement. No, sorry. Like someone who is really, really good at one thing. Like they're really, really good at doing one thing, but they can't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Like I can't do words. I know that. Yeah. So like, you know, you see those guys that are, you know, they just, you give them a guitar when they're like four years old and they just go crazy and they, mm-hmm. they, are, they are just ridiculously good at playing the guitar. And like immediately they just get it. That's a, that's a savant. And, um, but hmm. well, I'm honored. Yeah. Then there's like idiot savants. Like literally they can't do anything except for that one thing. But you, I mean, you do a really good job with your small engine things. Like I think, you know, oh, eventually you, you should think about, you know, when you finally stop selling chemical weapons to the Saudis, <laughs> you think about opening like, like a small engine shop. I think it'd be fun. You know, I, I don't, or I don't just, want to deal with customers really. or just do it on the side, you know, like, well, flipping lawnmowers and making movies. I mean, that's that's all I want to do, really. I figure I've got about 100. You know, I've got like almost 90 videos out there. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. I didn't know I had that much bullshit in me. That's a lot. But you're still getting, are you still getting like checks from YouTube every month? Yeah, little ones. I mean, not big ones. But, yeah. uh, you know, a couple hundred bucks. I mean, you've got one video that has like a quarter of a million views. Yes, I do. And it's, it's the foam tire video. You know, YouTube screwed me over on that video. What? Did they demonetize you because you said something about COVID? Well, that video, I got that video going right when I got monetized. That video started taking off. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, that damn thing was getting, I shit you not, it was getting over 20,000 views a day. What? For a while. And YouTube saw this. So they were paying me like 30 bucks a day for like two days. And they saw it taking off and they, they froze it. Really? And they never explained it. And for the next two weeks, while that thing went viral and got 200,000 views, I didn't get, you know, I could have made thousands of dollars off that video. Yeah. But YouTube, uh, they stopped it. It's because you were spreading misinformation. <laughs> Which is <that's laughs> damn true, though. You were spreading misinformation about <laughs> filling your tires with foam. <laughs> yeah, I was always, I was so upset after I got, you know, 200,000 views on that. I came out here about a week after that thing went nuts. And the tire was just crumpled, like the inside of it was just flat. And there was no fixing it because that foam had broken up inside mm-hmm. of there. And it, it was just a complete fail. So then I had to put on the title of the video, Does Not Work. And people were still pissed at me. I was like, it doesn't work. It's on the title of the video. Yeah. And I still have like 100 people a day viewing that damn thing, just mm-hmm. pumping foam and tires. And I, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I never would have figured that one. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry that you've been demonetized. There's a mosquito. Die, mosquito. Um, I'm. What the hell is going on here, man? I got mosquitoes all over me. Oh, they're not big enough to bite yet. They just bit. One just bit me. Oh, I know. I mean, they're tiny, but still, whatever. Anyhow, um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty close to just deleting my YouTube channel. Cause I just, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Like in the beginning I was like really excited, you know, kind of wanted to put myself out there, but I just, I don't care. Like I haven't put anything out in months. Just delete it. You moved on. I think I'm going just to mow. And I don't even want to do, you know, I don't even want to do mowing videos. Like I just want to mow. Is that bad? 
No, not at all. It brings you peace. It does. And like you can stop, you know, you get done with a job and, you know, it's like you spend like an hour, maybe an hour at a house that you show up. It looks like total shit. Like the weeds are growing all through the fence. Like all the edging of the porch is gross. Like right in front of the door is all this dirt and leaves. And you spend an hour and you clean it up and it looks great. And all the people are really thankful. They're like, thank you so much. You did a great job. Like they text you, say you did a great job. And like they give you this review online saying you did a great job. And you know, that make that brings me happiness. It brings me fulfillment, joy. Do they ever offer you anything more? Like a daughter or no, anything no. weird? I have, I not have yet. not gotten to that point. <laughs> not yet. Um, I'm not saying that that's not going to happen. But I mean, it could. Here's what I want to know. Okay, so, and this may sound a little weird. Actually, it may sound a little. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to say it because I have I have too many clients that are single moms. Like, you we know, already started, Bob. I know none of them are listening to this. So there was one one lady, and I go over there, and she wants an estimate. So I go over to her house, and I'm looking around. I'm like, yeah, you know, it'll be, you know, fifty dollars. You know, I'll do it for fifty bucks. You know, plus sales tax. And she's like, sales tax. I'm like, yes, you know, this, you know, lawn services, that's taxable income. That is a taxable service. You know, this is a legitimate business that I am doing. Um, You know, you have to, you know, I got tax ID. I'm taking credit cards. I'm reporting everything to IRS, et cetera. I was like, I have to charge you sales tax. Like that's how, you know, welcome to capitalism. And then, so she's like, well, I'm a single mom. I'm like, so <laughs> I'm just, I was curious as to why being a single mom would excuse you from paying sales tax on something. Well, it implies that she's struggled. She works from home and she's in a, you know, a $200,000 house. She ain't struggling that much. I, I don't know. I always have a soft spot for single mom. I mean, I get it. You know, I cut her a break and I was like, well, I'll tell you what. Well, and then she started going and she's like, that's the whole reason I called you. Cause the guy that the guy that I was using was charging me 65. If you charge me 50 and then sales tax, I'm not really saving any money. I was, just, <laughs> I was just like, so what? I was like, lady, you know, $50 sales tax on $50 is $4 and 12 and a half cents. Like, so you're going to $54. $54.12. Like you're saving, you know, $9 right there. You know, of course I didn't say that. I was like, look, okay, here's what I'll do. I'll charge you $45. I still charge you sales tax. So sales tax on $45 is, you know, $3 and something cents. So it'll be still be under $50. So she'll end up being like $48. And I, I didn't have to do that, but I was like, whatever. You know, her yard took me literally like 30, 30 minutes. So, you know, do the math, 30 minutes, $45. That's a pretty good, pretty good hourly pay. And she's right next door to another customer. Oh, that's where, that's where you go. Right. Time together. And here's, here's the thing. So I was like, y'all, they're all both talking about their neighbors. I'm like, you guys get your neighbors. And I, man, I, I hook you up. I will hook you up. I'll give you one mowing for free. Get your neighbor on board. So I'll get four houses in a row on the same street. I'll just knock them all out in like an hour and a half. You have a $100 hour right there. Yeah. No kidding. Like, whoa. I mean, no, it's $200. You know, 
four houses, 50 bucks a piece, man. You know, that's 200 bucks in a couple hours. That's easy. That'd be a week worth of hot dog cooking. Right? Yeah. No kidding. And Are you done hot dog? I'm still doing the hot dogs. Um, still, I'm just doing it on Wednesday nights, and I've got a couple of uh, caterings that people have asked me to do coming up in uh, not this month, but next month in May. And um, it's it's slowed down quite a bit, but I'm still making money on it. Speaking of that, you know the uh, the smoking windmill barbecue joint. Yeah, up there. I was talking to those boys, and they're moving into a permanent establishment, and they're selling their their barbecue trailer. If you ever wanted to go, uh, I just that's don't. More of a he may, I don't know, man. Food business is tough to make money on. It is, and especially like right now, because like food costs are ridiculous. Like a brisket is over a hundred dollars. What? A, yeah, a fifteen you know a fifteen pound brisket is going to cost you over a hundred dollars, and like wow. I can't I can't legitimize making brisket and charging somebody thirteen fourteen dollars for brisket tacos. I can't do that. Like people may pay it, but to me, I can't legitimize doing that. I really can't. So I'm sticking to pork and chicken. And there's nothing that's crazy. There's no damn chicken thighs anywhere. I can't find chicken thighs. There's drumsticks all over the damn place, but there's no thighs. How the hell does that work? Because for every drumstick, there should be a thigh. So like there's packages of drumsticks all over the place at Sam's, but there's no damn thighs. Where are all the thighs going? The women, like my wife, they go immediately for the chicken thighs. Because they're fattier and juicier. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, it's better meat. And it's better to make tacos out of the thigh meat. Mm-hmm. Like my chicken tacos out of that thigh meat. Boy, let me tell you what. It's good stuff. Uh, speaking of chickens, you know, my wife asked me before we started this podcast, she was like, do you want me to go ahead and start those two chickens in the new wave oven so they're done when you guys are done podcasting? I was like, do uh, I ever? Boy, do, don't, thre- <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. So, Bob, there's no guarantee, but there might be two cooked New waved oven birds in there. Oh, the time we're done. Looks like I'm staying a little bit later than I anticipated. Oh, man. You thought that chicken last time was good, but that new wave on a uh, whole chicken? A whole chicken in the new wave oven. Oh, yeah. Do it half the time. Do it an hour. Really? Man, that sounds good. That man, sounds that really good. good. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be interested in buying a cooking trailer. Um, uh, I really want to focus on this lawn business and I want to build it. I really do. I want to build a lawn business. I want to, I'm going diving in head first on this one and I'm all in. And so I think eventually I'm going to, you know, work to transition completely towards that and transition out of, of the cooking deals and, and, um, and teaching, Mostly because like the whole cooking thing, it's a gamble. You know, I can I can prepare, you know, thirty pounds worth of food. Someone still has to buy it. Whereas with like the lawn deal, like they approach me, you know, I really don't have to sell a whole lot. It's just, you know, here it is. Here's my service. Pay me. There it is. I do the service. You pay me. You already got the equipment. And I already got the equipment. Yeah. So like my startup cost was pretty much zero. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm excited about working on your lawnmower. Let me get all the gear. Maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll be ready to rock. I need to. I need a new tire. Tell you the truth, can you do that? I got. Uh, I probably got one that'll strap right on there. Really? It's on a four bolter. Yes. Let me see what I got in the shed. 
Okay. I had one. I had a uh, a John Deere commercial mower. <laughs> the guy was selling for two hundred dollars for a zero turn. Mm-hmm. One time, I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta go check this out." He said, "Slight fire damage." Like, <laughs> okay. So I go there, and I'm not kidding you. His house had burned down on top of this lawnmower. And the lawnmower was like melted underneath the rafters. I was like, dude, what am I going to do with that? He's like, well, $200. Like, there's nothing left of the lawnmower. But it runs runs great. One wheel, which I still have. And uh, I was like, dude, I don't know, man. I'll give you 40 bucks if you help me drag it out. So we drug it out. Mm -hmm. But out of it, I still have two good hydrostatic gear transmissions Mm -hmm. from that. I don't think are burned up. I've got one wheel and I've got the base of of a motor for it. He literally was trying to sell you a lawnmower that had burned for yes, two hundred dollars. That he had just—it's a brand new lawnmower, but he just got an insurance check for like seven grand for the lawnmower, and he was still trying to sell it for two hundred bucks. Yeah, and I gave him forty for it. I wouldn't have even given him forty. I'd have been like, "I'll haul this bitch off for free." Yeah, I was already there. Yeah, I shouldn't have given him any money. No, but those transmissions—those are like six hundred dollars transmissions. What? Really? Hydrostatic gear transmission. For a John Deere, huh? Mm -hmm. These are the big boys commercial. Oh, man. So I've got a lot of parts. I'm ready to go. Okay. Well, cool. I'm going to try to talk one of my clients into letting me buy their zero turn. So they hired me. And when I went over there to look at their yard and give them the quote and everything, they had a zero turn. Like it was a little Cub Cadet zero turn. Oh, that's good. 42 inch. A little 42, yeah. And uh, I was like, and I looked at it, and you know, all the tires are flat and everything. It looks like it hasn't run in like a year. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What's wrong with that thing?" He's like, "Nothing. You're just you were just too cheap to pass up." <laughs> like he's like, "With what you're charging me, I don't I don't think I'll ever use it again." So I think next time I go back, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, uh, how much would you sell that thing for?" And then you know, he's I'll just bring it over here to you, and we can we can finagle how we want to work that, or maybe that'll be my second mower. Who knows? This is how I would work that. I would I would pay them because that zero turn, you could probably get in the used market, probably twelve thirteen hundred bucks for forty two inch. It's not much of a mower, but it's still a zero turn, so you can get more than a, a yeah. regular riding lawn mower. So if you can get that sucker for two hundred bucks, three hundred, really anything under five hundred is a win. Hmm. Okay. Maybe you could trade them for some free mows. Like, hey, I'll give you four free mows. Just give me the freaking mower. I need to call that guy and be like, hey, man. People lose their shit over zero turn, especially used ones. Really? Yeah, it's a whole different ballgame. Like, what do you mean, lose their shit? You list a zero turn for under 1500 bucks, people want them big time. Because zero turns, I mean, they're, they're, they cost a lot more than regular lawnmower. Yeah, right now, they're ridiculous. The cost of, like, a decent-sized one, like, I wouldn't waste my time with a 42-inch zero turn. I just right. wouldn't. You know, but if you want like a 50 inch or above, you're shelling over five grand. Five. Yeah. There were three like a couple of years ago. Well, I mean, inflation. Thanks, Obama. But, uh, you know, dude, like zero turns right now. Like my mower, my mower cost $5,000 six years ago. Mm-hmm. It is now selling for eight. I believe it. It is stupid. But, I mean. You know, I could probably turn around right now and sell my mower that I have for what I bought bought it for. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know about that. Pretty close. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay, probably not five thousand no, dollars. Maybe three. Yeah, maybe. But 
You do want to take care of those uh, hydrostatic gear transmissions. Yeah. Don't let them go dry. Bad. Yeah, that's really bad. How can I fix this one problem that I... I think it's... I, I need different tires because when I turn, like a lot of times those tires will dig up the grass. I need to figure out something I can do to like not dig... Leave holes where that grass is. Yeah, because the tire's spinning. Yeah. I think that's just the fact of zero turns. They run like a tank. Yeah. So you're spinning on that pivot point right there. Mm. And you don't want less traction on the tires or else they're just going to spin out. You're right. getting a ditch. I don't know. I think if you ease into it a little more instead of just kind of be a little easier on it. Yeah. That's the only thing you can do. <sighs> oh, well. But yeah, man, I'm excited about this, uh, this business venture. It's going to take off. It's just whether or not you can handle it. Yeah. I just hope I don't get sick of it. I think the important thing is that I do it. I have to maintain my enjoyment of it. And like my biggest thing is I enjoy helping people. Like the majority of my customers are like old and they don't want to mow anymore. They, mm-hmm. or they can't. So like this lady last night, you know, she's like, I'm 71 years old. I can't do the edging and mowing anymore. She's like, I tried. Like I went over to her house. It had just been mowed. She's like, I just mowed it, but I can't do the edging. I'm too damn old. And it's just going to get hotter. And I was like, I understand. She's like, how much would you charge me to do the edging? I'm like, are you going to, are you planning on doing a like reoccurring service? Like, do you want me to come out and mow from now? And she's like, yes, but I would like you to edge it now. I'm like, I'll just edge it and I'll see you in two weeks and we'll start it. Start your payment then. So I mowed her, I edged her yard for free last night. That's nice. Was that a uh, a lady from the pawn shop place? Yeah, she got my information at the from the <laughs> antique store flyers. That's the only flyer they've got up front. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it, well. Here's the thing: is that lady who runs the antique shop? She really wants to keep me there, like because I'm the only person selling sports memorabilia. Like I'm not really selling anything. It there's, looks good. Though. Yeah, there's nothing. Nobody's buying shit. You know, kids are coming in and buying like old baseball cards occasionally, but I really have not sold a whole lot of stuff. And, um, but she wants to keep me there. So she's doing her best to like, to get me business. So I'll stay there. Well, I tried to slow it down for you a little bit when we were there and just talk trash about your service. (laughs) (laughs) Like this guy sucks. But she likes us. Now she's, she likes me because I paid all my rent up front. She's like, you know. Which reminds me, I got I'm gonna have to pay a couple more months worth of rent here in a month or so. I had issues after. Well, for those of you who don't know, we went there and they were having a bake sale or whatever, and I bought like forty dollars worth of cookies and cakes, and and we ate the shit out of it. Yeah, I ate like three times more than the rest of you guys. I mean, the chocolate covered Oreos. About two or three hours after that, once I got home, I was having some issues. Like I was like kind of shaking. Really? Yeah, I got flush. I mean, just so much sugar blasted through my system. Chocolate-covered yeah. Oreos will do that. Yeah, especially when you eat like 10 of them. <laughs> I ate a lot. Of, and then I had like two other bags of cookies. Dude, I've got problems. When I get in front of cookies, <laughs> like I just, I have no control. That's why we don't have cookies around the house. Uh, I understand. Uh, I'm the same way with like cheese. Like I'll buy, you know, those big two-pound blocks of cheese. And I'll just sit there and like slice pieces of cheese off of that block and just Ooh. eat the cheese. I... Love cheese, and I'm lactose intolerant, so it doesn't like clog me up. Well, good thing we're going to Tillamook. 
Oh yeah, Dude. that's the kind of cheese I bought. Was yeah, milk. I saw that. It was delicious. You can buy huge, like ten pound logs of cheese there. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Like bigger than your thigh. Oh my. Yeah. That's just a gigantic wheel of cheese. I'm excited, dude. So we're going to go up there to fly into Oregon this July, do the Fruit Loop, hit the beach. It'll be good times. Yeah. Uh, which reminds me, I need to get you our flight information. I'm f- secured our flight on American, oh, which really? was $600 less expensive than the Southwest flight. So I don't know if that would still be the case now, but when I bought the tickets, it was significantly cheaper. That's good. Now we can be on the same airplane. Yeah. I mean, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be good times. But, oh, well. Bob, I've, I've been waiting for you to make a, a comment on my new workout gear. Oh, I have not seen. My what new... happened? There's nothing there. Well, I got rid of the weight bench because it's taking up too much room. And I ordered myself a little toy. That there is the best weight bench you can buy. It's just it's just, just a, a bench. bench. Right. Just a bench. There's no there's no rack or anything. It's just a bench. Well, I just do free weights, man. I don't Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Do yeah. Bars. So you don't, okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's all I needed. But the, I just got tired of the flimsy benches, you know, the thin pads, and that thing is badass. Maybe is it no sturdy? Oh, go sit on her. The sturdiest thing you've ever been on in your life. So yeah, Bob's sneaking over here. You know, Bob's got a pretty big ass, so let's see how he sits. Oh, oh. Wow, oh. That is yeah, I think weighs like 200 pounds. What? Mm hmm. That's rogue. Cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Beats the hell out of my. Well, I mean, I got a, I got a squat rack and a little crappy bench that went with a squat rack that I bought at. I think I bought the, I bought the rack at Academy, and it was like one of the cheaper ones. It's like yeah. 200 bucks. And uh, the bench, it's not even, I mean, it's a bench. It's all it is, is a bench. It's, uh, I think I bought it from Sam's for like 50 bucks. It gets the job done. I, I hear you. I hear you. And I've been that way forever. It just, it was time to upgrade. Yeah. Just get something nice. Yeah. A little something for yourself. I understand. Well, Bob, I'd say we go inside and sniff out some of this chicken. Well, let's eat some chicken and cut some wood. What I'm on it, Bob. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. For yeah. Thanks for joining us. Another episode of. Redneck University. We're, we're going to have a thriller next round. Yeah, the next one's going to be really good. Yeah, we this got, was we got more some... of a, a learning experience. Yeah, this is just you and me chit-chatting. Yeah, we haven't yeah. talked in a while. Like, we really ought to just sit down and chat. and Just hammer it out? Yeah. Record the whole thing. See if anything Record good comes out. Record the whole out. thing. <laughs> Shit. All right, we'll catch you next week. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.